Welcome to the Landscape of Crane's Cleveland Podcast. I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks for joining us. The Landscape is brought to you with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. You can find out more by visiting deltadentaloh.com. Shortly after the train derailment in East Palestine, pictures began showing up on social media of trains traveling over crumbling bridges, some of which were held together by chains with locks, like you might lock up a factory gate. While that derailment wasn't an infrastructure question, the photos were a good reminder of how important infrastructure is to our safety, as well as our economy to function properly. But it often it seems that it gets short shrift. Crane's government and economic development reporter Jane Miller has written a series of articles about our region's infrastructure, which you can now read in the Crane's Forum section. Jay, we wanted to get updated with you. Thanks for joining us today. Good to be with you. So am I being fair? Does infrastructure does get sometimes short shrift because it isn't really a hot button issue? Yeah, it's, but on the one hand, they're, they're spending a lot of money, but not getting a lot, getting much better. Let's put it that way. It's hard to do. So as you started doing this deep dive into the, our infrastructure and its various components, what are the conditions of our roads, our public transit, you know, our underground water? Well, according to the engineers who de- design the roads and main, maintain them, the, in, in the, most of the counties in Northeast Ohio, they're in fair to, poor to fair condition and mostly below standard, uh, with, and many approaching the end of their, their, their service life. So who provides these grades? The American Society of Civil Engineers. Okay. Um, so obviously we need to make some improvements here. What are agencies doing to try to make these improvements? Well, uh, in total, I, I'm, I'm, uh, by my estimate, uh, the region could spend $15, million, $15 billion in the next five years to maintain this, the in, infrastructure systems. That's, that's water and sewer, that's roads and bridges, and that's public transportation system. It's quite a lot of money. Where From where does it come? Is it mostly federal money or a little bit of everything? It's, it's about half federal money, but, but also uh, state and local money as well. The, the, the money, you, you, when you put gas in your tank, there's a tax on both the federal and state tax that comes out of that, that your, your gas uh, uh, payments, gasoline payments. So that's, that, that pays for part of it. And now the federal government is, is uh, the new infrastructure money will, will also boost the, the, the money available for infrastructure. How much are we talking about from that particular fund? Oh, it's, I think, $11, $14 billion, roughly, in the next five years. What, so, what I mean, when we look at roads, is it a question of repairing what we have, or do we need to build new ones, yes. or a combination of both? No, Northeast Ohio is, isn't growing. The, the population isn't growing. But, but, but ninety, and So, 90% of the money that's going to be spent will be spent on improving or maintaining the existing roads. But the, the part of the issue is, what used, there are a lot of roads in the, inner, in the Cleveland inner suburbs, once you get beyond that, people have spread out, and so we have more roads to to uh, to work on for, with the same amount of people. Yeah, that's part of the problem. <laughs> that's yeah, that's 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 an interesting question. That you know, the population isn't growing, but we we build it for a much larger population, obviously. Right. What if we talk about sewer and water systems? What kind of work do those need? Uh, well, the sewer system in Northeast Ohio, which is largely Cuyahoga County, the Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District, they're spending three billion dollars over the next. Over a 15-year period, to to improve the system. Part of the problem again, these are old sewers, which means that both, at, at times both sewer, both sewage and uh, rainwater flows through them into Lake Erie. That has to stop. And so the federal government has insisted that the uh, local uh, sewer district separate those systems, or, or at least make it easier, make it make sure that less sewage goes into the lake, Lake Erie. Is that uncommon to have it together? Uh, not in not in older cities. Like, like Cleveland and Detroit and, and Buffalo, for example, they all have that, that those same systems. They're all have, having to repair them. I think sometimes we think about water and you never think about it. You turn on the faucet and out it comes and it's clean. Now, do we only really notice it when there's some problem with it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And that's part of the problem. It, 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 it's easy to neglect. However, at the moment, in particular the city of Cleveland and some similar older cities, they have lead pipes which, which have to be removed. And that's going to be that's, it's expensive. 
again, the amounts of money you've mentioned don't sound like small amounts. So why are why aren't we doing better? It's just because we're far behind. Yes, <laughs> because there's so much to do. For uh, maybe a, a good example is the the Interbelt Bridge in Cleveland, which is was started in 1959. That has to be replaced. So that's going to cost. Um, I'm trying to remember the exact number. About. Uh, Twenty twenty billion two billion dollars to replace that bridge. Wow! <laughs> Just the one bridge. And that doesn't include the rest of the inner belt and any of the other bridges that have the 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 um. There's a bridge in Akron, the, the Route Eight bridge in, into downtown Akron that also has to be replaced. And that's going to cost one hundred and forty three million dollars. This episode of the landscape is brought to you by Delta Dental of Ohio. With offices in Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Dublin, Delta Dental of Ohio is proud to be an industry leader in dental benefits. Together with our customers, providers, and employees, we build a higher standard of oral health care in our communities. And we are more than dental. At Delta Dental of Ohio, we work with entrepreneurs, innovators, and changemakers who are committed to improving the health and well-being of all Buckeyes. Together, we are building healthy, smart, Vibrant communities for all. Jay Miller joins us today for The Landscape. He's our government and economic development reporter. Cranes has just published a series of articles in our forum section regarding the region's infrastructure. While there's a lot of money and we have a lot of repair to do, that has to be good for the construction industry. Yes, uh, the construction industry should do well, but they, their problem is they have a shortage of labor. Yeah. It's hard to find people to <laughs> – given all the work that has to be done, labor is in short supply. And they're pushing training programs and, and apprenticeships to find more people. Are most government officials you know, willing to go along with these kinds of things? Are they interested in making these kind of investments with tax dollars? Oh, or- yes. Yeah. It, it's – the money is, is – it's, it's not fair to say the money is there, but again, as I said, the gasoline tax pays for part of it, which has to go directly into roads and bridges. So there is money and there is – a the public officials do recognize the need. It's just that the need is so large okay. that, that it can't do everything. I think one of the biggest issues we always talk about in Northeast Ohio is public transit because given who you are and where you live, you could spend your entire life in Cleveland and never take the rapid or never take a bus. But for other people, that is the only way they get around. Why have we been failing people who use public transit? Well, only, only by what, what I found, about, about 3% of the labor force commutes to work. But it's almost 40% of low-income people in, in, a, in a recent survey said that the lack of transportation is keeping them from working. So it, it's, a, it's, a low, it's a low-income problem. And most people, you know, with, with, with a car or two cars, they don't notice it. But it is, it is an issue for, for some people, and it's keeping people from work. Well, I'm one of the things you often hear about is, you know, poor people have to take the bus and they spend an hour and a half on the bus making all yes. the changes just to get to work. So now your eight or a nine-hour day has turned into 12. Yeah, that, that is an issue. And, and again, the state of Ohio is considering spending more money, $211 million, I believe it is, over the next two years to help the, the uh, public transit systems improve their their coverage. But that's still not enough money to get as, as everyone on, uh, to work quickly. Okay. We talk about that in terms of getting people to their jobs. What other impact does public transit have on our economy here in Northeast Ohio? Uh, well, on the economy, it, it's an interesting situation, partly because the money that the, the bus systems have to spend is largely on things like buses and trains, and that's not local money. That that goes out to to uh, contractors you know, far away. So they're spending the uh, uh, RTA, Greater Cleveland RTA, has to spend over $300 million to replace all its trains, for example. But that, that but that's gonna, over the next five years or, uh, or so. But that's all money that's going to go out of the city because there are, there's no transit transit car maker here. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, is when you start talking about the amount of money, bus and train fares, what do they pay for? I mean, in terms of the portion of the budget, not much. No, bus, the, the fares people pay is less than 25% of, of, of the cost. 
in, for example, in the Cleveland, uh, Greater Cleveland RTA, they get a 1% sales tax, the revenue from a 1% sales tax to support their system, and that covers a lot of their costs. I thought I read a statistic somewhere that the actual use of public transit has been declining as of late. Yes, it has. Well, part, part of that was the pandemic. Right. And part of it is, is if, it, if it takes you an hour and a half to get to work, you're going you're to take Uber or you're going to find some other way to, to get there. It's just become inconvenient to, to, to use public transit. And that's what the systems are trying to bolster their system to get back to better coverage. Anything else surprise you as you did this deep dive into infrastructure? <laughs> well, just just the size of the amount of money. I, I, I never stopped to think about it, but $15 billion over five years is a lot of money. Yes. But it doesn't. And, and the fact is, it doesn't go very far, unfortunately. There's so much to do. But, you know, the, one one study said the cost of all this is twenty one hundred dollars a year. Each 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 person pays to support this system. OK, that's well, a lot of money. And yet it's still like still not getting us very far. Right. It's just amazing the amount of money we're spending. and We still don't feel like we're getting the results. So hopefully that will change soon. <laughs> Jay, it's always a pleasure to have you join us. Thanks for giving us this series of articles about infrastructure and grains. Thank you for taking the time. Jay Miller is our government and economic development reporter. He's just written a series of articles for our forum section about the region's infrastructure. You can read those at cranescleveland.com. I'm Dan Paletta. Thank you for joining us for The Landscape. We are brought to you with the support of Delta Dental of Ohio. You can find out more at deltadentaloh.com. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for being with us. Thank you.